podcast thank you so much great to have your company and if you're not listening to this well we hate you but you don't know that because you can't hear this good point (laughs) you're like the kid who's driving past his big brother doing the finger underneath the window so the big brother can't see it yeah of course Mm. you only pick on people smaller than me i ain't dumb (laughs) there's not many of them Matty. No, it's, you know, go to a circus, you'll find a couple. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but unlike Maddie, we had a big show today, a uh, big show. We talked to an actual physicist to see if my whirlpool theory that you can make an above-ground pool spin around so much that you can see in the middle of the pool, see if that was actually possible with the help of science. Uh, yeah, plus um, we spoke to some amazing people who've been surrogates. Mm, yeah. yeah, after Kim Kardashian announced that she's going through one, we thought, well, if Kim's doing it, surely other people have. It'll be the next trend. Next trend. Yeah. <laughs> I want to do a Kim Kardashian and not She's going to do a Kim Kardashian and surrogacy matching app. Just you watch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll stick around. It's all on the way. You're from the 70s, but I'm a 90s bitch. I love it. We love doing the sound test here on Hit 105. Basically playing you a, a, a song or a bit of a movie from a time before your time and seeing if you can guess it. Asking for people born in the 90s, Abby and Kalanga. We're going to play you a bit of a commercial. Now, yep. I'm guaranteeing you, Abby, this was on air when you were alive. If you know Probably, it. Probably, yeah. <laughs> it was. If you know it, I want you to shout it out. Have a listen to the first part. Okay. Oh, do you need it again, Abby? Yes, definitely need it again. Oh, my God, I feel like I know it. But well, I you feel, feel like... Is it Chicken Tonight? Oh, yes! Yes, it is! Yes, Chicken Tonight! Chicken Tonight! They still make yes. that, right? Yes. Probably. Abby, yeah, yeah. well done. They did bring the commercial back, back they, where they featured, so they did the song, and then there was an old TV where oh, they were playing yeah. the old commercial. It pans out. And like, Someone made still a lot here. of money there. Yeah. Wow. Whoever wrote that. Chloe in Kapalaba. Morning, Chloe. Good morning. Uh, this is a bit of an older one, so I'd be surprised if you didn't know this one. Okay. What's it's it? Vegemite. It is Vegemite. Every cheek. really says song, something. Though? That was like from the 60s. 60s. It was oh, I thought it was even early. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was the 50s. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, one's, this, one's, this one's a bit harder. Uh, Malik in Runaway Bay. Good morning, Malik. Good morning, mate. How are we? Yeah, mate. I'm pretty good. Team's pretty good. We can't stop singing this one, but can you identify which ad it's from? Oh, I'm wanting to hear that one again. Sorry? That's a toughie. It's not. It doesn't give you much to work with. Mm-hmm. Well, it gives you nearly yeah. the whole song. <laughs> but by the answer. Except the brand name. Um, what do you got? Could I please ask for one more? No. Come on, please. Come on, answer Malik. Judges are saying yes. No. Oh, mate, I'm just going to have a hit in the dark. I'm going to go for a uh, tip-top. Oh, oh. No. Same era, but it is... Please, the Mexico audio that I like best. Oh, oh, that nice. would make sense. Yes. Oh. Bad luck, mate, bad luck. That's all right, there's more to go. We've got Claire from North Lakes. Claire. Hi, morning. Hello. All right, here we go. Here's your commercial. One, three, double, one, double, six. One, three, double, one, double, six. One, three, double, one, double, six. Oh, I have no idea. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, no, no idea. Sorry. The answer is pizza hot delivery. Mm. Pizza oh, hot. Okay. Uh, I would have not guessed that. <laughs> what are you saying? Pizza, pizza hot still around? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you ordered on an app now, Abby. Oh yeah. No, you're yeah. thinking the all-you-can-eat pizza oh, hut. Yes. So good. Which yes. That ha- that is dying out. The one up at Coolangatta gone. Still have that? That's gone. <sighs> Real estate was too expensive on the water. Yeah. But yeah. Mm-hmm. as you know, I go to Toowoomba lot. My yes. wife's family's still there. there. They still have an original pizza hut, and you can go there and you can eat and eat and eat Road until trip. you Road pop. Trip. Road trip. They still have a sizzler there as well. Really? Oh, wow. And just when you think you can't do, you, do dessert, you can. Do you pass through a wormhole on the way to Toowoomba? Do you like go yes. back in time 20 years? Yes, you do. No, mate, I've got a lot of mates up there with farms. They grow a lot of stuff. They need to eat a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Rebecca in Tanamera. Morning, Beck. Good morning. You're born in 1995. I, I guarantee that this ad was on air when you were alive. I have no idea. Crickets in Tanamira this morning. One more. Hit me No, I've never heard that before. Oh, that's a hard one. Here it is. Nothing hits you like a Samboy chip. Ooh. Nothing, Rebecca? <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. Oh, right. boy, chips. No, there you go. And the Gremlins, remember the Gremlin movie? Gobble. They oh, no. uh, didn't they do? Oh no, they had. It was the, the Gobble Doc? That's it. Yeah, that's, that's what it was. It. Yeah, that yes. was. But he's Smiths, and he's back. Oh really? What? Yeah, he's back. <laughs> so I didn't know. Yeah. Look at you with all your chip knowledge over there. Steve it's more commercial and, knowledge. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's Stav, Abby, and Matt with Osha. Hit one hundred and five. Hi, I'm Rosie Waterland. I had a pretty full-on life growing up. It was a full-on world living with mentally ill, drug and alcohol addicted parents, constantly moving, sometimes to good places, sometimes not. There were very crazy times, hard times and funny times too. I even wrote a book about it, my memoir, The Anti-Cool Girl. It's been a few years since the book came out and now my mum is sober. She's finally read the book and she has some thoughts about it. The first is that most of my memoir is a lie. Now is our time to talk it out and we're doing it in a podcast. Mum says my memoir is a lie. Listen at podcastone.com.au or download the Podcast One app. Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. On the phone from The Bachelor last night, she left. She did not receive a rose. She took some time to say goodbye. Elora, good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm, I'm happy. I'm in less tears than you were last night when you left. Oh, gosh, it was hard. It, w- it was hard. It was. It's always tough to say you got to go home now, but I'm sorry it's so obvious when I walk in and say you didn't receive a rose, Laura. Yeah, yeah. I've heard it said it so many times. Really? <laughs> I had a mate on Facebook last night who said, expletive Osha, she's only going home. She didn't die. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's what we were saying around the house too. Like, yeah. it, it, we were not going to die, you know? It's just... Yeah. 
We just leave, that's it. Yeah, I know, and you got some <laughs> hot photos for Instagram now, so win-win. Hey, uh, Alora, I don't know what's happening with the girls after they get out of the, the Bachelor Mansion, and I don't know if you want to add to this, because a lot of girls, including yourself, would have went in there presuming that it was Matty J, but now a lot of them, I don't know if they're not dealing with rejection well, but I've heard them call him Vanilla, boring, an actor when he got his heart broken previously from an episode. What do you honestly think of Matty J? Um, you know, I don't think vanilla is a, is a bad term. Vanilla is actually um, just just to show his, his soft personality. Like he's a he's a really nice man, and and he is one that you, you bring home to your parents. So um, I don't know if he would have been um, you know my perfect match now that I see you know everything in perspective. Um, but I think he's a he's a great man, and any girl would be happy to be with him. No, I'm yeah. sorry, vanilla is not a compliment, and no one gets a Neapolitana ice cream and goes straight for the vanilla. It's always the one that's left after the chocolate and the strawberry. Yeah. It is no way a compliment. Vanilla's right? beige. Beige. It's beige. beige. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Smells good and it tastes good and it's sweet. Yeah. Uh, all right. Elora, all right. <laughs> I um. You know, I'm, I talk with the publicists all the time at Tan, and you know, I'm always, you know, trying to make sure that all the girls are okay after they leave the house. There was a report. Yeah. I, I, this did not come from Ten Publicity. I want to promise you that. But there was a report that you'd saved all the roses that Maddie had given you, and then set fire to them and took a photo of it on Snapchat. Is that oh. true? No, that's not true at all. That's not true. I, I still have all the pictures. I, um, I still have the date cards. Like, no, there's no way. Why would I, um? You know, I wasn't. I wasn't angry. I was heartbroken, um, and I, I want to keep those memories. So, hang on. No. I, have the, I have the update of that story here, Osh. Um, mm. They actually said it was a voodoo doll. Um, <laughs> she danced <laughs> in the just the groinal area uh, mainly. <laughs> Speaking of fire, how come you fire danced in? How come yeah. you didn't fire dance out? <laughs> Oh my god, I should have. I should have. They might not have trusted you with the flame when you were leaving. That might be the issue. Well, I did try to set fire to dimensions. Yeah, I mean, girls and rejection, you know, that five minutes of pain, who knows what we'll do. Hey, um, <laughs> question to you, say that out loud. <laughs> Obviously, there's a good mix of ladies in these, uh, in these mansions every year. If we yep. were to say to you, who's actually there for fame and who's there for oh, love, yes. what would your breakdown be? Give me some fame names. Jen. Oh, yeah. Oh. Jen Hawke. She got it. Yeah. Jen and Jen. Oh, the Jen Jens. The oh, Jen Jens. Okay. <laughs> right. How do you know this? Um, no, um, Leah, Leah was probably in there for love, but I think once she realized she wasn't um, like, going to work out with Maddie, I think she, she, she knew how to, how to work the, you know, the airtime well so that yeah. she would stay and, and create a buzz. Mm. So I think she was really smart about it as well. Now, a lot of people are saying that Laura is the definite winner. Can you see them? As being a couple now, do you think that that's the winner? Yeah, you know, I've always put uh, my money on um, Elise and Laura. Um, I've always felt like they were oh. both really a good match for Maddie. You think he's going to uh, pick two this year? That'd be a twist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Bachelor Bigamy Edition. I'd like that. That'd be oh fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, Laura, I can uh, I can sense you getting uncomfortable with. Uh, there's a publicist sitting right beside you, isn't there? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Before the conversation, you'll be safe with this one. It's Osha. He's yeah. not going to do anything. <laughs> you're talking about him marrying two chicks and going crazy. So it's fun. Yeah. It's the other ones. It's always the other ones. Hey, uh, great to talk to you. And The Bachelor is back tonight, 7.30 on 10. Thanks for calling through this morning. Thank you guys so much. Have a nice day. Now, we're just off the air. Who hmm. won? <laughs> nice try. <laughs> Wake up with Stab, Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. 
Hey, tomorrow we're playing Alpha Bucks and we are dying to give away this money. Uh, if you want to get your hands on it, 7 and 8 a.m. is when you can play. And your letters for tomorrow are... Uh, w for warts and H for hemorrhoids. Oh, hard to forget. Now, mm. yesterday, well, I mean, today we mm. did the same letter twice. Are we going to do that again tomorrow? Because we really want to give this money away. Depends. You should listen at seven and then find out. I'll be here at seven. Yeah. If you don't listen, you'll never know. It's one of life's unsolved mysteries. <laughs> Tonight on Unsolved Mysteries. It's like you always try and talk as if you're hoping that will one day be no. a meme what? or like maybe put it on a T-shirt. Like quotes by Matty Acton that are kind of... Unfinished. I think what he does is start talking and then really just paint himself into a corner. Paint. <laughs> Abby. Yes. The greener is always grassier, all right? <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't forget, sense. if you bite, you'll get bit. Don't yeah. forget. Hey, that's a that's a good saying. Don't bite, you get bit. All right. Alpha Bucks, tomorrow. Wake up with Stab, Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. You may have heard in the Scoopla, I've been saying that Kim Kardashian and Kanye West are expecting their third child, but it's going to be different this time. She's got two children mm. that she did have herself, but it was really quite dangerous for her. It's life-threatening because she's I got it. I didn't know that she had an issue. Yeah, it's something to do with the placenta, I think. It, yeah, so it could be quite dangerous for her. And the doctors did say even the second time, you, you know, you have to be quite careful. Mm. Um, and they have decided to go through surrogacy. So they are going to pay over $100,000, I think it is, over in the States, and their third baby's due in January. This is her initially talking about thinking about it. Well, what are you leaning towards? Like, do you think you would be pregnant again or have a surrogate? Obviously, I do want to have my own baby, but I feel like I truly don't know if my body can handle it one more time. I mean, there's just a lot of fears that I have about surrogacy and a lot of, like, unanswered questions. Like, I just don't have the information on it. I don't know how I'm going to feel about it. I never have given it that much thought that I just, it's something that does concern me. But what I want to know is this. Do we have a listener? Who has been a surrogate? Because I'm fascinated mm. by it. I'm so fascinated because I think it's such a, um, a selfless thing that you would do because being pregnant, I, I loved it, but I also found it quite hard. Mm. And it's such an uh, emotional experience and bonding with the child. Mm. I don't know how you go about it. I just think, I find it amazing that women would do that. I'm really impressed by it. I'd love to hear from someone who's done it on 13, 10, 60. Because in Australia, you can't accept money for surrogacy, no. correct? But no, you, you can't. can't. It's not illegal. No, it's you, not you illegal. You can do it. Because mm. I've, I've heard of people who, um, one of Audrey's mates, I think, she, uh, her, she took her sister's baby. She carried her sister and her mm. brother-in-law's baby mm. because her sister couldn't couldn't carry it. It's like you just do the first nine months of babysitting for them. <laughs> that is true. And the guy, don't ask me after you that. You've got nothing. I don't know, yeah, I don't know how comedy is. I don't know if we will get any calls on it because it must be quite, I think, difficult legally as well. You'd mm. have to go through all the papers or maybe do a contract up. I think it's different if you're doing it for maybe your sister. Can mm. I ask you, though, if mm. you carried someone's baby and you yes. it was someone else's DNA, you go through the whole emotional thing of giving birth to that baby, do you think you would struggle... 
to, to hand it over, you would have some yeah. connection to it, well, wouldn't you? I always said if there was, uh, there's probably only two people I would do that with, like my, my best friends who I've known forever, because I feel like I would be able to contribute with parenting with them. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. I would wanna, I'd always want to be a part of that child's but, life, and I guess with them I always will anyway. Yeah, but you wouldn't. But what you if wouldn't, what if they what if they you know at some point something went amiss and they like Abby, we're moving away, we're moving to mm. you know Townsville. Yeah, uh, and in fact, you know, it's gone a bit sour. Yeah. And we don't want you around anymore. Would that be a heartbreak? Not with these people. I mean, like, I've known her since I was four, you know? Mm. Like, yeah. if, yeah. I guess that's a risky take, though. I mean, that could happen. Of course, and you don't have a right to no. parent that child. Mm. Yeah. Mm. But it would, be, it would be quite different. I mean, some people would still have that as their DNA as well. If they are a surrogacy, sometimes they could use their own egg. Mm. Oh, yeah. You know? Because the thing is, like, that I look in, think into it, and I've talked about it if she would ever do it, yeah. and that is it's still, although it's not her DNA, it's still her blood mm. that yeah. runs You'd through that. It. That yeah. baby, you know? Yeah. I don't know how I'd feel after, especially when your milk comes in as well. Mm. Like, do you breastfeed it? Oh, yeah. that's Because a good what point. actually can happen is they can, and it doesn't always work, but the person who is going to, they can go on drugs as well so that they may produce oh, wow. milk. Oh, they start to lactate. And start to lactate. Not wow. always. It's far more difficult to mm. do yeah, it. Okay. Is it okay if people remain anonymous? Like, maybe some people don't want to. Yeah, of course. Yeah? yeah? yeah. Okay. Michael from Albany Creek, you've got experience with her? Yeah, we do. Um, so me and my partner are a same-sex couple, and obviously we can't have um, a child, so we uh, had to go through a surrogacy arrangement. Um, the laws were quite backdated a couple of years ago, so mm-hmm. um, we actually had to go through a lawyer. Uh, we had to have two lawyers, and I, we had to go to multiple lots of counselling as a group mm-hmm. therapy before we could even be told by the law that we were able to have mm-hmm. a child. Yeah. Um and the way that we did it, instead of using a, well, we did use a surrogate, but we actually used an egg donor as well. Oh. Um, so an egg, an egg donor we found um, through a friend of a friend, and that egg donor was then um, implanted in our surrogate. So the surrogate actually had biologically no DNA that was um, hers at all. And that was the pure fact that she was just the carrier. So mm. when the yeah. child was born, it was actually officially mine and my partner's and the egg donor's, and we got... Um, a birth certificate and a family court order to sign me and my partner over as the father and parent on his birth certificate. And Oscar's now three and a half. Michael, do you have a say with what they do? Like, did you ever set requirements where we're like, hey, are you not going to drink? You know, what are you going to eat? Like, how involved were you throughout the pregnancy? Yeah, look, um, our surrogate, Kath, she actually lived with us for a time and we found that easier. We uh, we were able to bond with Oscar as he was growing um, we were there with all of her appointments. We helped her out through everything. And she's still one of our very good friends called Auntie Cathy, Oscar sees as mm-hmm. a mother figure. So oh. we feel that our child has two dads and two mums in our relationship. Oh, so when Oscar, was, when Oscar was conceived, all four of us were there. And when Oscar was born, all four of us were there. So oh. we started the journey and ended the journey together. And what I find quite interesting is the way that we've done that doesn't impact anybody else's mm. life. Yeah. We're known as Oscar, Michael and Gary, so we're the OMG family. Brilliant. And that doesn't, Im- that doesn't impact anybody else. Well, so. Of course. And, and you've got a great that- setup for a sitcom. Yeah, it's true. And the child wouldn't mind hearing the story about conception. That's be the true. Only person. Yeah, that is true. Tegan in Bellbird <laughs> Park. Have you been a surrogate? Yes, I've been a surrogate for a gay couple. Mm-hmm. I met them online and I approached them to offer. Mm-hmm. Was it tough for you after going through that nine months having to hand over the baby emotionally? Uh, No, um, because I know from the beginning what was involved and I had experience having my own family, so... Well, you didn't want another one. Yeah, right. Wow. Definitely don't want another one. (laughs) So how many kids had you already had, Tegan? 
Three. Three right. of so, so being a mum of three kids, uh, what what would you say? You know, were, were you handing a baby into a into a family full of love? And some there's a same sex marriage oh, debate yeah, going definitely. on at the moment. They, yeah, they were amazing um, parents. They already had one child um, through surrogacy already, so I got to see them be great dads, and I knew what I was doing was a good thing. Yeah. Nice. That's amazing. Well done. We've got Charlie from Stafford. What's your experience with surrogacy? Hi. Um, well, I'm 25 weeks pregnant tomorrow um, as a surrogate. So, oh, wow. um, <laughs> How's that going? Um, it's going rather well, actually. Charlie, how do you do with the conversation when you go and pregnant? People go, oh, congratulations. Have you thought about baby names? Like, how do you deal with that conversation? Do you just pretend that you are keeping it or do you just um, be honest and- straight away? I'm usually pretty honest. I just go, oh, thank you very much, but she's not mine. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. That's hilarious, Charlie. People go, sure, she's in denial. <laughs> just let her go. Yeah. I have had a few people question me in regards to that, but yeah. generally people are just like, oh, okay. Yeah. Can I ask, um, money-wise, Charlie, how does, how does all that work? Money-wise, um, I um, usually just have things paid for by um, the intended parents, so the friends that I'm carrying for. Yeah. So yeah. they cover all my pregnancy-related costs and all that kind of thing. Yeah. Okay, so because in you, Australia you can't get paid for it the same yeah, way you can in America. Yeah, but yeah. but you guys have set up that if there's any medications and doctors' visits and stuff, they'll they'll cover all that. Well, they generally come to most appointments with me, so they generally pay mm. for it at the end anyway. So that right. um, yeah, okay. makes it a lot easier on me. Yeah. Do you have a partner? Uh, no, I don't. Oh, okay. So you, there's not like you had to consult a husband or anything and check that they were going to be okay with it. No, but I do have um, teenage children who are older whom I did consult with prior to. Um, going into it, so I wanted to make sure that they were all okay with yeah. it as well. Are they going to be there for the birth? Are you still going to look at them and say, look what you did to me? <laughs> <laughs> this is your fault. Um, maybe, maybe not. Yeah. Um, at so this stage, we're probably looking at a cesarean section, yeah. so that won't be an issue. Right. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, right, fair enough. Right, well done. Uh, well, good for you, well, Charlie. Well done, Charlie. Yeah, Thank you great. for calling. It's Steph, Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. Uh, is mm. Scotty dropping the boys at daycare this morning? Yep. Are you sure? Yeah, I've got to find my friends. I search for him. Are you tracking him on your phone at the moment to see where he's at? No, 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 no. But this is the whole. I, I just text my friend because she's more knowledgeable than me, saying is childcare still on? So this is the issue. There's strikes today. Yes. Uh, around uh, Brisbane for childcare centres mm-hmm. because, and fair enough. So uh, childcare workers are saying twenty one dollars an hour is what some of the lowest get. Yeah, is not enough. And um, I've met my children. I live with my children, and I would say. <laughs> They are right. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I do agree because I see what they do in the childcare centre and ours is just brilliant. They go over and uh, above. Above, mm. above and beyond. Don't you agree that childcare workers, I think everyone will go, yeah, 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 they deserve to get yeah, paid more. Of course. And, and you know what? We're all fighting for spots at the moment. I know we're trying to get our five-month-old in and we've got to wait till almost next year. Yeah. Um, so 3.20 apparently they're going to shut down to, are they going to shut down from? And don't panic though because it's only some centres and unfortunately there isn't a website you can go to because the union doesn't want to reveal it. Yeah, so we, I think oh. they want to seem like it's maybe more than what it is. So uh-huh. apparently it's 3,000 workers but maybe contact your childcare and see like on Facebook. That's what I did. That's we, where we get the knowledge. <laughs> we were talking this morning like are our childcare centres shutting down? We don't know. So we jumped on Facebook. Uh, mine is not. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going I'm to say their name. Little Ted's and Oxley, they're not shutting down today. Oh, no. There. 
Childcare and development at Karina is not shutting down. My friend just said, there was a note by sign-in abs. Thanks. Oh, Liz. that's nice. That's probably what they'll do. Yeah. Well, no one signs their kids in, do they? Yeah, we yeah, do. You have to. You have to on the computer now these yeah. days. Jokes, After you go guys. through the hazmat thing to get all the peanuts <laughs> off you. <laughs> I know, right? That's... It's like a double airlock to get in. Yeah, but that's for, sometimes I just get home and just chuck peas and, and take the peanuts out of their shells all day and then have to go pick Rory up. So it's, you've, got, you've got to be safe. <laughs> go through that whole body wash thing and make sure it's dangerous. So... Look, I think childcare workers are definitely underpaid. It, it, there is a childcare crisis, as they mm-hmm. always say on mm-hmm. the news. And I think the reason for this is, guys, is yesterday I went to pick up my uh, three-year-old from childcare. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was 10 to 5, and there was a lot of kids there for 5 o'clock. Mm. You know, usually it starts to thin out between 4 to 5. No, it's because mm-hmm. the, ki- the parents are all in the car just playing with their phone, waiting for the last minute when they can possibly go <laughs> Getting in. a bit of alone time. <laughs> Some parents are at home waiting to sober up so they can drive there. <laughs> I was sober. Talking um, about him. <laughs> <laughs> you brought it up. I got there. And they were keeping the kids busy, <laughs> and they only wanted they were pl- so they're playing music so the kids could dance. And there was only one song that the kids would dance to. If they deviated from this playlist, mm-hmm. the kids would not dance. And this was the song. So picture like twenty five, yeah, three to five year olds mm. just ripping up the astro turf out the back. In a circle pit. Yeah. Just going for it. And then it and then it stops. Kids are like, put yeah! it back on! No, no. You couldn't pay me enough to do that, man. It's a, isn't it weird? The things they do to um, prisoners in Guantanamo Bay, they do to kids, <laughs> but they love it. Non-stop. I've never seen my kid rip so hard. And they would scream in between these songs. They would scream until they put it back on. So 13, 10, 60, we thought we'd do this. Tell me, tell me, tell me. You're a jerk. I know. You're a jerk. I know. Kids, yeah. we love them, but they can be jerks. And we want to do When Was a Kid a Jerk? Childcare edition. Because I'm going to go and say that one lovely lady from my childcare could give a call and say there was a kid that was a jerk because he peed on her back. When she was bending down. Was she on fire? And I know that because that was my son. <laughs> right. Uh, yes. <laughs> Doing toilet training. The toilet was right there. He thought she's bending down and did it deliberately. So I would like to say that was a bit of a jerk thing to do. Did he tell her it was raining? <laughs> oh. <laughs> he can't talk, you know. <laughs> 13, 10, 60, childcare workers, tell us about those jerk kids. Sell it in. The reasons why you need that mm-hmm. money is because of those jerk kids. And we support you. Yes, you can remain anonymous, obviously, right now. From Stafford Heights, we've got Camille. When was a kid a jerk to you at work? Uh, I work in childcare and um, I work with toddlers age group. And mm-hmm. I was sitting on the um, floor outside the sand pit and this uh, toddler came towards me with a cup in his hand. And I sort of put my arms out to give him a cuddle because he had a big smile on his Aww. face. And that's how, what I picked yeah. up on. And um, he just pulled out my shirt and tipped a cup of sand <laughs> down my shirt. <laughs> and even though I work in childcare, I really don't like sand. And I was, oh. didn't see it coming, and I just squealed, and mm. I was so surprised. Uh, what is, sand's always been bad for a motorboat, but I never knew it was going to be Sarah in the rang bar. Hi. What's hey. the story? So, um, I was working in childcare and I was working in the room just up from the babies. So you sort of had to teach them how to hold paintbrushes and stuff like that still. Um, obviously one of the kids had it down pat, so I just left him to it. And then I went to go check on little Jimmy in the corner, trying to help him. And in the process, 
Um, the other kid had turned around and painted the walls instead. Oh, oh no. Yeah, it was actually on work experience as well. So I was really new, <laughs> and oh. honestly, it was my job or the kid that had to go, and I thought it was a kid. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah, quick question though: Why do you only paint on the days that the kids are wearing new clothes? <laughs> oh um, no, we actually put out a memo and stuff, and yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. Once again, you got to read, these read the memo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's so true, isn't it? Where you're like, why did I send him in white? And you're yeah. like, what's wrong with me? From River Hills, we've got Emma. When was a kid a jerk to you at work? Hey, guys. Um, so a couple of weeks ago, I asked a child to go to the toilet and they gave me a black eye for the weekend. Whoa. Oh. Yeah. Better than pink eye. That's true. Well, <laughs> wow. You know what? It hasn't been far off pink eye. Oh, God. You've many stories. Yeah. So how do, what did he do? Just, just smacked you in the eye? Turned around and just swallowed me in the eye. Oh wow! Yeah, that's a that's a yeah. incident report, isn't it? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh. there's a lot of biting as well. You get bitten. Mm-hmm. They're poisonous. Tamika <laughs> is in the rack. Tamika, um, when has it been a jerk to you? So I used to have this child who was well and truly old enough to walk and could walk. I would see them do it at home. Mm-hmm. Um, who for six months refused <laughs> to walk at childcare wow. or at daycare and would actually refuse to crawl as well. She would just sit on the floor and you would have to carry her around everywhere. Oh my god. That's <laughs> so wow. annoying. That's so annoying. How stubborn. So you're doing all this without the love too because that's what gets yeah. the parents yes. through is the, the love Well I've the seen child. them at the end of the day. What, like, you know when the kids are going home and they've got to change all the nappies again mm-hmm. and yeah. you're like that one person is stuck on nappy, ju- nappy duty for like two hours. Yeah. Mm. I mean, when it's I like got, a production used, line. Yeah. Used to get there um, just in time and, and Rory had just pooped in her, in her pants and the childcare worker was like well you're here now. I'm like nope you're still yeah. on the clock. No you didn't. <laughs> oh yeah it is. That's yeah. so rude. I'll just watch. You got I'm... any popcorn? <laughs> oh, no I've heard that. I'm like no I'll do it. Uh, Oh, Anika, you're in Mango oh. Hill. We're doing uh, Your Kids a Jerk, the childcare workers edition. What do you got for us? Yeah, good morning. Um, I used to work in childcare a while ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was sat down and I had a child next to me reading them a story. And she turned around to me and she couldn't say my name. So she was like, Manika. And I was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. She was like, why are your boobies so long that they touch your knees? <laughs> <laughs> if there's one word you want to describe boobs, it's not the word long, is it, Manika? No, I get big. I understand big, but long. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, wow. like spaniel's ears down to my belly. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. It's when you spin around quick and accidentally hit her with one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nikki and Belmont bring us home. Uh, kids are jerk childcare edition. I am a parent mm. and I really support them getting more mm. hay. Mm-hmm. Now, my daughter is a prime example. Mm-hmm. We go to friends' houses. She doesn't do this. At home, she doesn't do this. But when she is at childcare and she does her number two, mm-hmm. She reaches around, mm-hmm. grabs some, mm-hmm. shares it with everyone and everything, <sighs> and paints. Doesn't do it at home. Mm. Don't know why. And I get I get a daily report usually. Yes. Yeah, she wow. did one today. Oh, didn't wow. do it. And that is why yeah. I really think <laughs> they deserve a lot more money than I even pay them because I, I agree, am Nikki. A nurse Maybe and I yeah. do that. Maybe it so should be true. on an individual kid basis. Yes. Oh. Yeah, yeah, you have to pay 60 bucks. Yours is a gem. You can only pay yeah. 10. That's fine. You She's say that because your daughter's well yeah. behaved. Yeah, no. Yeah. I completely yeah. and utterly disagree <laughs> with that. You, you don't guys want the market have met children. Stab Abby and Matt with Osha. Wake up with Stab Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. Hi, I'm Rosie Waterland. 
I had a pretty full-on life growing up. It was a full-on world living with mentally ill, drug and alcohol addicted parents, constantly moving, sometimes to good places, sometimes not. There were very crazy times, hard times and funny times too. I even wrote a book about it, my memoir, The Anti-Cool Girl. It's been a few years since the book came out and now my mum is sober. She's finally read the book and she has some thoughts about it. The first is that most of my memoir is a lie. Now is our time to talk it out and we're doing it in a podcast. Mum says my memoir is a lie. Listen at podcastone.com.au or download the Podcast One app. Now, I mentioned last week that my uh, wife and child were away. They went to Bali for the entire week, leaving me in charge of the household. And I still had two women in my house uh, while they what? were away because I have two cats, Spectre oh. and oh. Shadosh. Not women, but yes. Well, they're lady cats. Females, yeah. 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 And um, surrounded by women. And <laughs> <laughs> That's how you want to <laughs> explain it, yeah. You've got it at your feet. Yeah. Less yeah. sexy, but sure. <laughs> Crawling around on all fours okay, 24-7. Right, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> they're cats. And uh, obviously then the responsibility, the duty of care falls onto me to look after the cats while everyone else is away. Mm-hmm. Feeding, making sure they're watered, patting yeah. occasionally. And about day two of the trip, I was minus a cat. I hadn't seen her. Now, the last time this happened, she was stuck in a drawer that I had <laughs> shut. Yeah. And she lived there for three days. She's quite happy. Oh. She came out. She was all right. She'd peed from she the top drawer really. down. Yeah. Yeah. She? she had, yeah. had to did throw out a meow? lot of clothes. No, she was quite, I think she was quite comfy in there. But even if she did meow, you thought it was out in the backyard. Because, oh. you know, anyway. <laughs> because your bedroom <laughs> is out in the backyard. <laughs> but there's a window right next to the. <laughs> anyway, so this cat obviously has a love for you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah she does. In a way. So she, uh, she was missing. And then she didn't come back the next day. And she didn't come back the next day. And my wife's calling uh, during the week saying, how are the cats? And I'm like, yeah, they're good. <laughs> Can I speak to them, please? <laughs> oh, no, nah, they're out put, at the put moment. Them, put them on FaceTime. <laughs> ah, we're good. They don't like to be on camera. <laughs> but they're fine. Can you send me a picture of them holding today's newspaper? <laughs> no, I'm probably, <laughs> probably not going to do that. Uh, Thursday, still no Shadosh. Spectre, all over the place. Spectre was fine. So I was like, well, worst case scenario, we still have a cat. <laughs> you know, we're not petless. Uh, yeah. We still have a cat. Yeah. So that's, you know. What point bonus. did you think you were going to go out and replace them and just go, hey. hey look. <laughs> um, she's black and white too, so the patterns would be pretty hard. Uh, goldfish, no one cares. Yeah. Yeah. Some goldfish, the cows come home. Still, when they, when they come back, still no cat. The day they return, the day they return, they got in at 7 o'clock on Sunday morning, 12 o'clock Sunday afternoon, Shadosh comes home. <laughs> Starts walking around the house, getting pats, getting fed. The cat hates me. <laughs> Please tell me oh. you didn't tell cat that it was missing. No, I was like, there hey. she is. High five. We've bonded. <laughs> we have bonded so Had much. Had you left food out in the back deck or something just to make sure the cat was okay? Nah, you can't leave food out because the possums eat it. Are you allowed to let cats outside? Shh. <laughs> no, but I didn't think you were allowed to anymore. In Barton? What? It's no. not his fault that the cat knows no, how to open legally, the door. No, but legally, you're not. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. so, the, so what you're saying, Steph, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. what you're saying is that the cat realised, oh, hang on, 
the ones I like aren't here. Yes. I'm just stuck with the bloke who traps cats in drawers. <laughs> oh, I'm out. Yes. Yeah. I'll keep an eye on the driveway for when the nice one comes home. Yes. Oh, she's back. Meow. Yes. Oh. So now I'm obviously not talking to her. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm, I'm done with that cat. Has she noticed? I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think so. The real question I have in all of this is, was Kat showing you proof of life of your daughter back in Bali? <laughs> oh, I didn't care. <laughs> <laughs> it's Stav, Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. This is really exciting or really depressing, depending on what age you currently are, because they have done a lot of extensive research. I think it's by uh, Airbnb. Mm -hmm. They have worked out the age. Airbnb? Why are they doing research? Because there is a category that will work out whether you are boring or not. Right. Yeah. But so like oh. when you're booking a place in a new city, yeah. who's who's going to go for the place right above the you know above the nightclub and below the mm. trip club, and who's going to go for the place out in the suburbs? Mm. Mm. Okay. So apparently, the age that you are most fun is 27. 27 was a good 27 year. 27 is yeah. when you are fun. Yeah, People want to be around you, mm. and they've worked out the age of when you become boring, mm-hmm. and apparently it doesn't go well after that. Um, until you retired. So for guys, mm-hmm. <laughs> do you want to hear it? Do you want to hear a drum roll? Yeah, drum roll. Yeah, right. Yeah. For guys, mm. staff, you've got to go out and enjoy this last year because 39 is the age when you are most boring. I am 39. I know. I guess it's over for you then. Uh, for... I met you at 38. How was I then? Still boring. <laughs> <laughs> for ladies? Oh, here we go. Oh. Nope. <laughs> they're always, the they're ladies, always good. The age that you become boring is 35. I stopped listening. Sorry, I got bored. Uh, <laughs> now, they've worked out that this is because you have the most responsibility at those age. So according to this survey, the things that make you fun and exciting are trying a new sport, asking someone out. You can't do that when you're 39 and married, can no. you? Now, the thrill of that chase, I guess, probably mm. makes you a bit more fun. In your single yeah. days? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, going on spontaneous shopping trips, changing jobs, visiting a friend just unannounced. <laughs> Hang on, I've done all those things in the last two years. <laughs> really? See, yeah. You know what, you're right though, because now we always text, go, hey, you're home, people go, nah, I'm out with the kids, I'm at the park. Yeah. Like, there's yeah. so much organising. Booking a spontaneous holiday, which is probably why they've done the research, Airbnb, trying a new hobby, and number one... Staying out until the early hours on a weekday. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> You're really trying to hold on to those last years of fun. <laughs> That's it. And then it just goes downhill after that. Well, I got married at 27. So. <laughs> and I got married younger. Uh, I uh, I just remember. I've got the photo saved because. Yeah, because of the pimple. I I got married at 25. But everyone's definition of boring is different, right? Mm. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, you staying at home, we're playing your PlayStation. That that could be considered fun. Well, but no, I think it's those years where you just go out. You know, you don't have the responsibility. You just book a holiday and go. I'm not even going to book a return. That's mm. well, I've thought about that many times. Yeah. Generally at bath time with my children. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, that's not going to work out. You know. So oh well. So we're all boring then. Are we? Oh, no, no, you've still got you've still got some years you, left. You've got you. nine years left, Maddie. Stab, you've got about nine weeks. Yeah. Well, isn't it, it is thirty nine. It is thirty nine. So I was I'm, just I'm, trying to be nice. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, Osh. you're. Uh, but you're, you're living up to it with your weekly Scrabble nights and. <laughs> hey, I have I play poker on Wednesday nights. 
I, I sometimes make new friends. <laughs> sure, they're on the internet, and there's a credit card involved, but yeah, I make new friends. <laughs> That's not boring. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt with Osha. Wake up with Stab Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. From Melbourne's mean streets. You could say this was the murder we missed. A story you'll have to hear to believe. He said he was a 200-year-old vampire. Why was Shane Chantra's abbot gunned down before giving evidence? Two men shot him down. It's a mystery within a mystery within a mystery. Listen now to this untold true crime story from Adam Shand. The Trials of the Vampire at podcastone.com.au or download the app. Monday, next week, we see if we can say, Stav, you're a legend, or Stav, your childhood's a lie, you loser. Uh, because <laughs> that got we harsh. really went no. harsh, didn't we? <laughs> uh, about a week and a half ago, Stav made this statement here on the show. We would all go to my mate's above ground pool, and sometimes we made a whirlpool so good that you could see the centre of the pool. So for those who are listening for the first time, Explain it exactly for us. Okay, so, and I'm sure many Australian kids have done this when they've had uh, an above ground pool. You get all your mates, you all go around the side. So you do a big circle around the side of the, um, the and up, up above ground pool and you start walking in one direction. And as you walk and walk and walk and get faster and faster and faster, you start to move the water and the water starts to form a whirlpool. And sometimes the whirlpool can be so big that you can see a dry spot in the center of the pool. That's what I was chasing, the dry spot. Mm-hmm. You, you're saying a completely dry spot where we can lower your iPhone onto and it will sit there for five seconds. Well, it's still wet from being underwater, oh, okay. but you can see the bottom of we'll the pool. We'll put a cover on it then. You, you yeah. wipe it with we'll the We'll make it with. sure it's water resistant, mm-hmm. not oh. waterproof. Mm-hmm. What'd you say? What do you do with the towel? You could just wipe the bottom of the pool with the towel. Okay. If you get anywhere near it, stuff. Yeah. Mm. Okay. And then, so I'm going to dry it with the tea towel. Yeah. Then I'm going to put the phone on that dry spot. What you're doing now is entrapment. No. But I know that we can do this. I know that we can do this. I've, I be- look, I've, I've been a part of one of these things. Maddie, you are such a disbeliever. Mm. I was high, but I do believe it did happen. <laughs> so this is actually going to happen on the air Monday. You'll mm-hmm. hear the full result. We are going to do this. We're going to get heaps of people from Brisbane to come and help us out. But because... I like to have science on my side. I like to be sure that we're getting the facts and doing everything we can to make this a possibility. Um, I've got my mate on the phone, uh, Ruben Meerman. Ruben is a physicist. Uh, you may have seen him on the telly, on Rollercoaster, on Catalyst. Um, Ruben joins us now. Good morning, Rubes. Good morning, everyone. Ruben, what's your first thought? My first thought is that it's year 12 or year 11 physics, and it's pretty easy to figure out just how fast you'd have to go around that pool if you know the diameter of the pool and you know a few of the basics, it's pretty easy to figure out how fast you need to go. So we're saying that the pool's 1.2 metres deep. Well, this is the pool that you guys are going to try it in. It's 1.2 metres deep. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's yep. got a diameter of 7.3 metres. Yep. Yes. Yep. So that's a radius of 3.65. So if you plug that into um, you know, the angular velocity you need to be running at to get a parabola- parabolic surface yes. that touches the bottom, Yes. yes. You will need to be walking around that pool at 17 kilometres per hour. First of all, that's pretty fast. Yeah. Walking okay. speeds around 6 k's an hour. Okay. Yeah. Don't forget, you're doing it in water. Yeah. So good luck. Okay. <laughs> walking at 17 k's an hour. But the other thing is, you're going to empty half the pool by yeah. doing this. But half the water's got to come out. 
Okay. It'll be half empty when you're finished. Well, Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah, Ruben. I'm impressed, but I just want to wait. Yes or no? Well, what I'm going to... Oh, no way. <laughs> 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 no, no way, Jose, but um, well, I'm happy to be proved wrong. Yes. I, I reckon you're going to be lucky to do this one. Ruben, like many, yeah. many religions before me, I'm going to laugh directly in the face of science <laughs> and say that is a load of crap <laughs> and we can do this. It may have to be divine intervention, but I will pray to any god I need to. And You're I'll... saying you're your own religion, aren't you? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> I, want, I want every physics teacher in um, Brisbane to whip out their notepads with their class mm. and do the maths on this and, and just confirm it. This is a great question, mm. and um, and then when it all goes horribly wrong and there's still more than three-quarters of the water left in the pool and no dry spot in the middle, then all of the kids in Brisbane who are studying physics are going to go, yeah, physics rocks. Never liked you, Ruben. <laughs> will um, <laughs> My sister's actually a physics teacher in Brisbane. so what she say? She said uh, that the staff room is laughing at me, but, okay. you know, teachers... Uh, they do that anyway, honey. Yeah. Uh, Ruben, um, can I ask... If we get yeah. someone named Moses to stand in the middle, will that help? <laughs> That's a good idea. <laughs> yeah, now apparently um, there is some validity to that story, but I can't confirm or deny because I'm a scientist. So all we need is someone called Moses. You know what we need? We need to test how fast you walk. We've got to get a speed camera. A speed camera. Oh, so I've done some research for you. The um, Olympic walkers yeah. that do like the you know the people who've got the world records yeah. and, and the olympic medals yes. they go at about uh, 16 uh, 14 kilometers per hour on a 50 kilometer walk so Ruben, so what you're saying is we need moses to join us and we also need olympic walkers to join us <laughs> Or Superman to fly backwards in a circle to make the Earth rotate the other way. That, that works no, as well, would it, by the way. Would it help at all, Rubes, if we added more people to displace more water to help empty the pool and, and move the water more? Yeah, so that actually is a very good question because I've just gone the very basic. Of, I've, I've cheated a bit and just assumed everything was very simple. More people could help, and my maths is just based on a rotating fluid as opposed to people pushing the fluid. Mm -hmm. So I'm happy to be proved wrong. Because I've just done what physicists always do and just say, oh, assume this, assume that, and then done the math. All right, well, Ruben, our uh, physicist, thank you very much for your information. We'll take that. We'll go uh, write some squiggles on a whiteboard and see what we can't come up with to make this more of a plausible argument. I can't wait to see it just done in reality. Mm. Let's do it. Mm. Experiment. You can't beat experiment. That's true. You sound more excited about this than I do right now. <laughs> we can do this, guys. We can uh -huh. do this. How you feeling? Yeah, stupid. <laughs> no. <laughs> Follow the journey. It is going to all happen here on the show Monday. Will it whirl? It's Steph, Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. Look, we've had a great show today. We've had a cracker three hours. I love the part where we had the surrogates on. That was really fascinating. Um... There's some parts of this show that I'm really grateful for. There's some parts of this show I just have to say thanks, but no thanks. And, that. and I'm going to start with you, my fitness. I've been back at gym for 10 whole days. Ooh. How come I'm not fit yet? Because you only went two, twice of those days. How come I don't look like an Instagram model? Mm. No unless, unless Instagram models also look like a plastic bag full of mashed potato Aww. when they take their shirts off. Aww. I'm going to see this. No thanks. Take your shirt off. Yeah, take your post, post a photo. I promise I'll like it. <laughs> no, I like mashed potato. I'll, I'll, I'll repost. Yeah, <laughs> no. Who doesn't like mashed potato? I know, right? Anyone? Love it. Yeah. Even the powdery stuff from KFC. Oh, I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll eat Deb. Uh, it's a bit too smooth for my liking. Yeah, How did they get so smooth? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs>
Hey, find my friends. What a cool app you are, hey? Mm. I downloaded it on my husband's phone since he didn't know how to answer a phone. So I knew when he was coming home so I could have dinner on the table. I thought, he's never going to check the app on his phone. But now it has backfired. He gave me a call yesterday and said, Hey, babe, what are you doing? I said, I'm just at work. We just got some meetings. He never normally questions it. He said, are your meetings at Carindale Shopping Centre? Uh-huh. I said, yeah. So if you guys could all cover me and say that we went for a meeting there, that would be great. Thank Did you. he sneak into your phone and tell But you. no thanks. No, he's always been out of see where I am. He's just never cared. Oh. Yeah. I'll cover for you. But. What's it worth to you? <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's all right. Thanks. <laughs> no thanks. There's something that we all need to live. Oxygen. To survive. Food. Money. To be here. Food. The internet. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Good one. Okay. But why does it never work? Why is there one room in the house that doesn't get Wi-Fi? Kim Jong-un has Wi-Fi good enough to research making nuclear bombs. You can't tell me. Mm. That the Wi-Fi can't work in my bedroom, but he can use a 4G dongle and launch one of those missiles across Japan. There's a conspiracy here, people. What an outrage about I... the missiles, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> what do you? Who do you is... need Wi-Fi in the bedroom, Matty? Who is lots of stuff? Who is selling our Wi-Fi to North Korea? That's my question. <laughs> Investigate it. Thanks, but no thanks. Hey, my team. Is that us? You guys held me down yesterday and got my legs waxed. Ah, uh, no, we didn't hold you down. You said, wait a minute, please don't leave. Let me finish. And when I got home yesterday, I realised a startling similarity between my unhairy legs <laughs> and my wife's. Yeah. And now I'm filled with feelings of confusion <laughs> and excitement. <laughs> And I'm just very confused within myself at was the moment. Was she impressed? She was impressed and slightly jealous. <laughs> <laughs> so, thanks. I'm now painting my toenails. <laughs> you did that before. That's true. <laughs> but no thanks. I want to do something. I've talked about this. We're going to quickly do it on air. Both of you come over here, mm. Stab and Abby. I'm going to close my eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stand right in front of me in no particular order. Don't feel for the trunk. Ladies. No, I'm not going to feel for your trunks. One, It's going to be a one finger rub. One finger rub. Bring a leg to bring a leg to my finger. I'm gonna rub a leg. Okay, it's really hard to. Okay, okay. there's one rub, and then bring another leg to me. Okay, okay. I'm gonna work out which one was Abby, which one was Stav. The, the second, the second leg. Yes. Was Stav. Yes, correct. Second leg was Stav. More yeah. feminine. <gasps> oh, there goes my day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>